0: Season 1. Episode 1. Orphans by heart. Orphans by blood. He's looking very, very agitated at the moment. And he's almost shouting out, We are not them! We're not part of the bigger plot to destroy what this land actually stands for! We believe in our freedom! We believe in a path in a free from all this hate! Free from all this fear! Tall figure puts his focus back towards Utempi. And he looks with a recognition and then towards Yukri. He continues. We need to take action! Do something to actually put a dent in this preposterous way of thinking! After everything we've shown you tonight, I can only have one question Are you in?
1: I'm your man. I'm in.
0: Everyone to Dundice, short for Dungeons and Dice Appointments. Uh, my name is Angie or Agnes, and I will be your DM for this adventure that we're going to be playing. Uh, with me, I have four very special individuals and characters to introduce you to. So, why don't we start up with you, Frederick?
2: Uh, hi, uh, I'm Frederick. Uh, I'll be playing Toby, who's an anti mage. With the Mage Hunter subclass.
0: Nice. That sounds very interesting. And more information about that in the prelude that we're going to um, release with this episode, I think. Uh, Andreas, wh- why don't you introduce yourself? Well, my
1: name is Andreas. <laughs> and I'll be playing Cree, previously known as Galen. And he is a, an Eladrin barbarian.
0: Nice. for barbarian. That's interesting as well. Yeah. So we got two melee classes so far. Let's uh, jump on to Marcus.
3: Hey, uh, my name is George. (laughs) No, it's not. It is, actually. But no, I'm Marcus. (laughs) Um, I have two names. It's George. Yeah. George. Sorry. (laughs) Right. um, So I'm Marcus. I'm playing the halfling, thief, rogue, shirk, engel, killer.
0: Interesting as well. So we got... Yet another melee class. It's a heavy melee party. So why don't we round it off with... (laughs) Horse up.
4: Josephine. Yes, uh, I'm Josephine. I will be playing the uh, fourth melee character. (laughs) (laughs) The human uh, artificer. uh, a Revised
0: one, so I'll be playing a gadget smith. Sounds interesting. Well, um, without further ado, I think we'll going to jump right into the story and uh, for more information you can uh, listen to the prelude Uh, we will be releasing that with this episode if you want some more information uh, regarding just the world and the general uh, um, setting we're playing in and uh, more about uh, the revised artificer and the anti-mage class created by me yeah, I think that's it for the main introductions. And I think we will dive into the world of Parthena. And,
1: uh, which is your world, which, Agnes. Which,
0: which, which is my world. It's a country
1: in your big world.
0: In my larger world of area yes. Yeah. Um, it's, um, I think we'll get to know country as we play it. I'm not going to describe it too much... Right off the bat, I think uh, that leads for some some fun exploration for you guys. Um, it's so, a beautiful map. A beautiful map that uh, is beautifully printed by Marcus, mm. or by the company Marcus hired. But <laughs>
2: <laughs> well hired. <laughs> Thank you.
0: Woohoo. All right, but let's dive in. Uh, to the first episode of our first season of this new podcast of uh, Dungeons and Disappointments. For over a decade, the lands of Parthina have been ever so slightly moving towards a certain darkness. The mage hunters, part of the antimages, have grown in numbers, and more conservative orders have formed in the quest to purge arcane users and take sole control of the source. The ever-seeing eye of Gorth is always guiding the Mage Hunters towards their goal, and those who won't obey the law of magic and settling into Council's approved magic is hunted, captured, or jailed if not slain. The colleges have had their professor removed, or brainwashed at least, and the education plans have been torn to pieces, building up on a non-offensive study of the new arcane. Many of the Refusing Professors fled, and are also hunted with large bounties on their heads. Law and Order has been taken to its extreme, and many of resistance groups have been formed in the shadows, battling the Mage Hunters, questing for the free way of living. The rugged lifestyle and the harsh rules have started to really imprint on the society. Locals are making rumors of arcane users just to start up investigations and possibly eliminate a rival or nemesis, even though they cannot even use magic. Darkness has taken over the land that once was a free land for everyone to cherish. Our adventure, however, is... The story starts in a town called Penrock Plateau, which is a smaller town rooted in the base and start of the western parts of Talonian Rocks. Famous for its mining and excavation sites digging up the relics of a long lost time. A lot of adventurers and treasure hunters, tomb raiders and so on, visit the town to see what the merchants have brought in, or perhaps selling newly found relics. It's a most peculiar town, indeed, with no larger buildings than the inn and tavern called Brosco's Fist. Everything else is just smaller households and possibly shops. Because of its placements far in the north and its general interest of magical artifacts, Penrock have been quietly left alone from the Mage Hunters, mostly because a it's very rare that actual users of the arcane find Knickknack this useful, and b that they rarely dare at all. So what Penrock actually do focus on is honest trading, and that's why the whole town collectively theft and stealing very hard. A place where great craft can be traded for a decent payment, but if you try to trick someone you might end up badly. This leads us to our first heroes of this adventure. Two long lost friends who just met up after 12 years apart. A human woman and a laddering male around their 20s had just got here. Tempi and Cree you two want to introduce us to our characters?
4: So uh, Tempi is a small human, um, uh, maybe five foot four, I think. Um, she's got uh, blonde, wild, uh, short hair and uh, looks always ready to go somewhere. She's all very energetic. She also has her right arm is entirely uh, a mechanical construct, uh, so it looks... Quite odd. It's adorned with small gems and uh, like flames and unicorns and things she's drawn on it. Um, She's uh, wearing a heavy backpack with uh, lots of weird contraptions sticking out of it and um, has a short uh, sword on her left side.
0: All right. And what about you, Cree?
1: Cree is an aladrin, as we've established. He has orange hair, right now, since it's autumn. He is quite tall, for being an Aladrian. What's that? That's about maybe six foot four, I think. Yeah. He, his clothes are well made, but quite not, not very adorned or fancy. There's the clothes of a, a person who lives out in the wild.
0: More practical than. More
1: practical, yeah. like some furs and leathers and stuff like that. No armor. He has a sling on his belt and he carries a spear. About sh- shoulder length hair, I'd say, maybe a bit longer. A bit longer, yeah.
0: Nice. And you got that faint laddering glow from your eyes uh, that reflects also the current season. As it is autumn, you have this hazel, kind of almost emitting light from your eyes. Very faintly, but ever so.
1: Exactly. Just a small backpack, basically. Yeah. And, and some, some uh, pouches.
0: Nice. So you two, you just came here from Darawi uh, in the search of an ancient relic that is the legend to cure people that have been petrified. Due to bo- both of your knowledge, uh, the Mage Hunters have petrified mages in Darawi and put them up as stone statues in the town's main square. Both of you met during a secretly held meeting uh, for the resistance in Darawi. Um, and the urge of rebellion, at least to Cree, uh, felt utmost important when you got a hold of this rumor about this ancient relic. Um, that takes you... So when you start looking for clues, you both spend like countless hours reading books and ancient scrolls trying to figure out the location of this artifact is a ring personally worn by the god of arcane, Asuth. Um, the ring is described as a lavender-colored band with three black pearls on its top and a faded black text in primordial covering the bottom outside of the ring. Um after some time, you managed to come over some information that the ring was set up in the tower, um, probably seen as one of Asuth's main temples. And it was way up in a large mountain range of... the mountain range you're standing at the bottom of, Talonian Rocks. To start somewhere, where better would it be uh, than with the plunderers of Penrock Plateau? When you arrive here, the... Cold fall air tastes fresh in your lungs, and the first thing you both notice is the snow lightly covering the ground up towards the hills. And the mountain, how it dimly reflects the moonlight and glitters like diamonds on mud-stained ground. Even in this lonesome evening, you can still see vendors selling their goods at different stands and shops still being open with warm light pouring out from the windows. You know that this miscellany of a city should have been a good place to start. How you want to do that is entirely up to you. So, uh, we just arrived, right? Yeah, you just arrived. You got your horses on and... Are you, you're on your horses right now. You, you don't put your horses on. You're on your horses. And uh, you just arrive up the hills uh, towards the plateau that uh, the city is making.
4: Okay, so a stretch and look at that. We finally arrived. You want to check out the inn? Maybe get something to drink?
1: Yeah, sure. Yeah. I'm not that big of a fan of tones
4: Mm. yeah but we still gotta go in I I want to sleep in a bed Yeah, um, Yeah. we need to get some info I I think you can't stay out here sorry
1: I know you're right I'll go with you
4: (laughs) okay Um, so I kick my heels in the horse and lead it towards the closest inn if I can find one (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> All right.
1: Have you been here before in this town?
4: No, I'm never here um, I've been around uh, on the other side of the ran- mountain range um,
0: maybe I've shopped somewhere we've been, there's been some trade Yeah, you probably heard about the Penrock and you probably have done some uh, like some um, shopping between the cities uh, but there's not been any Direct contact. Yeah, I would assume.
4: Mm. So no, only heard of it. I think it's nice. And as
1: towns go, it's fair enough.
4: It's
0: quite small. I've actually
1: been here once. Yeah. On my way up into the Tolonian rocks. Uh, so you ago.
0: definitely recognize this place, and it's look. It looks exactly as you remember it. You when you're starting to. I get closer into the town, the small, like, wooden buildings. Everything is very tidy and very neat, but not in a, like, extravagant way. It's just very cozy in a pitoresque. structural, picturesque way that just feels like a, a general village up in the mountains. Um so every bit of the houses—they're very small, maybe one, perhaps max two-bedroom, um, with a little stove within them. And as you um, start to travel, you get up to this main, like shopping area. It's a big yard courtyard uh, that is just made up of stumped mud. But you see different. Um, Different shops and um, and stands that people just are checking out the goods and uh, having a good time seems to be a good general spirit here. Um, they're talking, trading. You see, some extend uh, some coins over to one another, and they get handed a relic, an artifact, or some weird junk. You're not sure, <laughs> but but it's it's different, and you can faintly hear. The small, small singing of uh the winter uh whispers. And there are small flowers that are very significant to um telonial rocks. And um Is
1: yeah. it because we're high up? Yeah. So it's colder, that's why the, exactly. the winter blossoms are like starting exactly. to come. It's not because it's because we are a bit we're not close to winter. Yet. No,
0: no, you're actually in the fall, but Getting up this high um, mm. and getting towards winter—it's—it's it's closing in. Uh, it's not really there yet, yeah. but mm. it's closing in. Mm. And usually, the winter whispers are uh, a sign when they start singing. It's a celebratory way of singing in the winter. Mm. Um, and it's—it's it's a usually.
1: So you'll let me know when I start feeling like winter emotions. Yeah, yeah, of yeah, course. Right. This is still autumn. Yeah, Don't,
0: right. No need for <laughs> distractions or <laughs> worrying. <there. That's> <laughs> okay. Well,
1: well, you know me, Tempe. I'm not a not one much for books and stuff. Uh, I've been here once before. I think I can maybe talk to some explorers who go up into the mountains.
4: Yeah, it would be great.
1: And I can we can ask around. Yeah. if they heard some rumors.
4: Definitely.
0: that's a good start but you're so where do you want to go? Uh, was it towards the end or was it towards
1: well, where did it like mountaineers, people who go up into the mountains where oh, do they hang out like, G- general because at this time of day last is... time I was here, which was years and years ago, but last time I was, I was here, I was here with this exact same purpose, actually. I was going to try and find some people who knew rumors about the mountains,
0: yeah uh, the problem. At this hour, since getting closer towards the evening, um, the inn is probably a good bet because it's mostly the only place where you actually can crowd together because uh, the small houses are more for people that want to sleep. So if you want to go out, have a good time and celebrate whatever conquest you've been making or um, any retrieved artifact or bragging rights Mm -hmm. or whatnot it would be the tavern mm. or the inn
1: okay so the inn then yeah <laughs> oh Tempe shines up yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on the way there i think i'm gonna ask you right away about that arm of yours oh, Tempe, yeah. what what on earth is
4: that well it's it's an arm i oh, I, I can see
1: that but it doesn't look like like normal lilia arms
4: No, you generally don't, you know, regrow arms once you've lost them. So uh, I built my own. Well, no, my mom did. You built your own arm? Well, no, no. Well, this one, this one I built, but the first one my mom built.
1: Your mom built you an arm? Yeah. And then you (laughs) built your own? Yeah, yeah. Can it do cool stuff? Yes, it can.
4: Look at this. And I, I close my hand into a fist and now it, it doubles in size and it becomes like this huge, this, like a gauntlet falls out of it and gets much bigger and there's like cool smoke coming out of it. Look at that. That's cool, right?
1: I literally just shit my pants.
4: <laughs> Figuratively
0: or a the character uh,
1: <laughs> do
3: we need a break
0: <laughs> all right so as you see that's
1: that is so awesome
0: <laughs> it is it is isn't it
1: well what what can you do with it do you do you punch things yeah
4: mostly uh well if it looks like this i mostly punch things yeah um i just shake my hand a bit and it comes back into normal Uh, it's not very mm, agile as a glove gauntlet thing Uh, this is more of a fine manipulation if I keep it like small fingery very useful
1: we are gonna talk so much about that arm (laughs)
0: later (laughs) you make your way to the to the end and uh, you see now a big wooden panel of a Large gauntlet, kind of resembling yeah. and looks as your own. But this is a very, very famous um, plate gauntlet. And um, you can see uh, with curved Gothic letters, uh, it's, it just says Brosco's Fist. Um, and uh, yeah, you're at the end. Do you want to mm-hmm. walk inside? Yeah. Yeah. All right. You walk inside, and immediately you feel the warm air. Just pushing through, and you can feel it soft against your skin. You hear music playing, and it's almost like you didn't hear it before, but now you really hear it. And you just walk into a crowded room filled with many types of many, many, many different races. Um, You see dwarves, humans, elves, mostly dwarves and humans. and but you glimpse a halfling, you glimpse uh, uh, some gnomes, and seems to be a general diversity within the people uh, within this uh, tavern. And then so um, you can, all, um, as well as you get this warm feeling, you can hear uh, faint musical playing in the background and loud cheers and jugs just smashing together, ales pouring out and. Everyone seems to be having a really good time in here. What do you guys want to do?
1: Head to the bar.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so you're heading to the bar, and immediately you see a large individual behind the counter. It's um it's a dragonborn male uh, who's just standing there and like taking a very very faint. Um, Polish of a jar and just looks at you when you emerge from the crowd. And so, what can I do for you?
4: Oh, evening sir. Um, I would like a glass of your finest mead thank you. And uh, for my friend,
1: point of ale,
0: point of ale, And a meat. Yes, please. Uh, coming up, you're new in town. Aye, sure. All right. So, what you doing here? Eh?
1: Uh, we're actually looking for uh, explorers who know a bit of the mountains.
0: He's uh, pouring up some mead um, and an ale as well, and uh, handing, sliding on the counter towards you both. Uh, and just starts leaning forward. Explorers, eh? <laughs> You're not the first to look. So, what do you need explorers for?
1: We're looking for rumors about the mountains. About a, uh, temple.
0: A temple? <laughs> well... you searching for a holy temple, or is it more like a... I don't know. Those other temples.
4: Somewhere in between, maybe?
1: looks very very confused here <laughs> temples or other temples um, holy temples? temple of Asuth?
0: wait you're looking for the temple of Asuth? Yeah. <laughs> I just look at you for a while and like take a small step to the side and look around see uh, if someone heard us He, uh, actually, this individual, uh, this dragonborn male, uh, just, um, leans backwards, and seems to be looking at the other, um, bartender that is standing behind the counter, and, uh, he's yelling out, Felicia, these guys are looking for the Temple of Sooth, have you heard about that? And... This dwarven female, um, red sparkling hair, just tied up in a bun, uh, just looks with a faint fi- five o'clock shadow, and uh, looks upon this dragonborn male. And... Nah, not one of those. Two more? Really? Nah, that can't be true. Oh, they're right. I, 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 I wasn't sure either, but it seems to look about it. Nah, it must be a lie. It could be it could be two more. two of them already been here. Nah. And they just ha- seem to start this sharing, and everything seems kind of weird for a second. And you guys are being almost pushed away because other people are trying to get to the bar and uh, everyone is just piling up to order more pints. So, so sorry, uh, Sorry. did you say there were two more? Yeah to here before. Yesterday.
4: Yesterday? Haven't oh. seen them since. That's that's interesting. Do you know where they went? No.
0: So, why are you looking for it?
4: I hear there might be some great, um, some, maybe there might be some loot, maybe? Some interesting things? Uh, You're looking things? for loot?
0: I, uh, looking I for heard. selling? Mm, yeah. Or purchasing? I got some really nice loot here. He oh, starts you do? bending down. <laughs> and uh, he picks up a s- small little toolbox almost. And uh, he scruffles it and he opens it. And then he just show. Um, he turns it around. Anything of this might interest you, lady? Ooh. Uh, within you can see random junk. It's just <laughs> knickknacks and real like you can see some like it's basically a stone or is it maybe frozen shit? You have no idea. <laughs> um, um, you can see some hair springs. you can see a, a, a paw of something that is really just <laughs> not in a good state. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Ooh, those hairpins look exquisite. Yeah.
4: I think, sir, your your wires are a bit too fine for for my purse at the moment. That's why we're heading up into the mountains and maybe find our luck. Just slam shut. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Alright.
4: We we'll have to settle for your fine beverages. I like
1: those hairpins.
0: Well, and I whispered. I I whispered. I, 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 I whispered to, uh, whisper to Tempe. <laughs> <laughs> Make a sleight of hand shake. Sleight of hand? Yeah, ju- just for the general, uh, sleight of hand is used. Uh, by me, at least, for whatever you're trying to be sneaky about something. Ah, uh, okay. Right, so it's okay. not the hand, all but right. it's more like. Oh, yeah. look at that!
2: Sure.
1: And I say twenty.
0: And that's the first roll of the game. Mm. A twenty. Oh, not, uh, not twenty, but i Boom! Still a twenty. Not yeah. living up to our title yet. <laughs> nope. It will come. All right. So you just gently bent your head until it and whispered, and he doesn't seem to notice. But he was like, "So, I guess they're not up for grabs yet." And as he pulls uh, the toolbox down under the shelf. Um, if you want to stay well, a <laughs> while, Mira's getting on the set, so you might want to listen into that. But if you don't want to, uh, I think the individuals just asked around in town. Maybe they left. I don't know.
1: Where might we find explorers or mountaineers?
0: Oh, well, they're all here.
1: They're on here. <laughs> Perfect. Well, then, have come to the right place.
0: Probably, if they're not out selling or buying. But, I guess, it's up to you. I don't know which one you want to find, but. Well, we'll start here then.
4: We'll start
1: asking around.
0: Alright. So, you. Getting pushed by the side, he, the bar center is starting to focus, uh, uh, he starts focusing towards other uh, customers and just pouring up more ale, more mead. Um, is
1: there someone, some individual in the inn that is wearing like maybe a bit warmer clothing? That may give us a, an indication of having recently, recently come back down from the mountains?
0: Uh, roll of perception. That is not good. That is like 10. A 10? Um, I mean, everyone is kind of dressed for the weather up here. Uh, You can't see that someone would be more uh, like having a heavier woolen cloak or something. They all seem to be wearing some kind of winter garment to protect from the cold.
4: So uh, maybe we'll just sit down and order some because we've been out all day uh, traveling sure. and uh, make a plan. So, uh, Galen, I don't know if you if you know this. Oh, sh- sh-
1: no, I'm, I'm not going by the name of Galen anymore.
4: Oh yeah, sorry, sorry. Was it was it uh, Cree. Cree? Cree. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah sorry. So, um, Cree. <laughs> I maybe I don't know how what the feeling is here, but I think maybe we shouldn't tell everyone specifically what we're looking for, Asuth's name might be mm, getting the wrong <laughs> people interested. That's oh, why I said we're see. looking for specific... You know, if, we, if we're treasure hunters, it's fine. It might be some loot there, but we shouldn't tell them why and and how we're, what, what we're looking for. But
1: if we're not telling them we're looking for the Temple of Asuth, how can we...?
4: That, that, that should be fine. It, it should be fine, but not maybe why. Or what we're looking for and hoping to find there.
1: All right, all right. If
4: if we pretend to just be looking for somewhere where we could find expensive things to sell, it should be fine.
1: All right, I see. Thanks for the tip.
0: As you sit down and uh, find an empty table, um, this uh, dwarven female with a bun, uh, the redhead, uh, is uh, coming up to you. Yeah, so what do you want? What?
4: Uh, what? Do you have any specials today, yeah. madam? Um, one of those, please.
0: <laughs> Alright, <yeah. laughs> you.
1: Do you have a stew? Nah. Alright, do you have a soup? Kinda. I'll have the kinda soup, please.
4: Alright. So, uh, did Did you know where the two looking for the temple went?
0: Nah, nah. Uh, okay. <laughs> Probably outside. Yeah. Yeah. So, one kind of soup. Ah. Uh, I forgot special. Yeah, uh, yeah,
4: yeah. yeah. Uh, special, please.
0: So, uh, drinks. Oh, um, I, I have
4: my my, my mean here. Yeah.
0: You really wondering? Yeah, yeah. What? what what's fine?
1: What? What? Uh, huh? All right.
0: She starts <laughs> first. <off. laughs> And it um, takes a moment and she'll get back with... Um, you, you actually get a really nice uh, grilled uh, sandwich. Um, at least it looks very nice. <laughs> <laughs> Until you like open it up a bit and you see you see what is possibly dead fish. Well, hopefully they're dead. Yeah. But probably a bit rotten oh, as well. Oh. So probably a bit over dead. <laughs> and uh yeah, it smells kind of bad when you open it up. Mm. But it got some lettuce and some some nice vegetables as yeah. well. I I tried to discreetly like push the dead that two dead fish off the they're sandwich. Well dead. They're well, they're well dead. dead. <laughs> Overly dead. Overly dead. And uh, you get your soup, and you look upon it, and it's just uh, basically looks like muddy water <laughs> with some bits and pieces around in it,
2: as advertised.
0: Yes. <laughs> Alright.
2: How does uh, it taste?
0: As uh, so you take a sip out of it, yeah. and it, <sighs> um, it's very salty, very salty, and it's hard to distinguish what kind of flavor too it is. Way
1: too salty, trying to hide. Like some...
0: Some really weird stuff, maybe. (laughs) But it'll fill your stomach, and you also get uh, some breads by the side. and um, Mm. So you you can fill your stomach. All right, so you're sitting there, and after a while, uh, you can hear a beautiful voice coming from one of the corners um, as a local bard starts singing. A younger voice from what you might expect a bard in this part of Parthena. Uh, you look over and you see a younger woman uh, in, his, or in, in her early 20s. Um, chest length, blonde hair curling down. You glance at her and notice pointed ears, but with much smoother facials than a regular elf. Uh, a both beautiful sight and a mesmerizing moment as she continues the song. As of the moment she's focusing on the notes playing her, her lute, um, more and more people start to react to the song, turning their chairs and listening in. The tavern turns into a soft and very tender place for a moment. And after about 15 minutes or so, when she finishes her last song of the set, everyone seems to lighten up their mood. And the tavern is a totally different feeling than it was before, it's much warmer. And even though you felt warmth, now it's almost soothing and it's almost peaceful. People are happily singing and laughing, cheering up loudly and talking to each other in a way they really didn't do before. And some of the people even starts whispering and excitement fills the tavern as well. You're sitting there and probably by now just eaten up. Maybe I've drunk up your ale and mead.
1: I think I maybe dipped the bread in the soup, in the kind of soup. But I, I didn't touch the soup with my spoon after the first sip.
0: <laughs> right. You dipped in your. you eat yourself full of bread anyway. Yeah. Um, I would like both of you to roll a perception roll.
1: Oh, <laughs> it was nice. on the net 20 and just glanced to the side to a 5. Yeah, but so, th-
0: 21. 21? Yeah. Interesting. Um, so, you don't notice... Uh, or Sorry, you're not <laughs> noticing anything focusing on, like...
1: I have my feet really? up on the bench uh, across from me and I just... Uh, Lean back, listen to the music, drinking my ale, feeling very much in my autumn uh, contentment mood.
0: All right, having a good time. Um, A bit perceptive uh, of you, Tempi, though, when all of a sudden you see a cloaked individual just snatch, um, crease, uh, gold purse. (laughs) Oh! Oh! oh, Stop that! Stop that! I... I, I, uh Pull out my, my
4: mechanical arm and type to grab the, the clogs person. All right. Uh, so,
0: a, a, an athletics check for you, please. This was a good die. I Shirk, Kirk. why don't you roll an acrobatics?
3: Whoa.
0: I'm not a very strong person. Shirk! 10? <laughs> yeah, I rolled on 18, but I've got minus 2, so 16. So you actually grab yeah. and get a hold of this halfling man. That just took the coin purse. Oh you give it back.
3: Oh, no, it's mine.
0: <laughs> no, it isn't. I saw you take it. You no, took it from you.
1: I had it
4: it's the entire yours. time.
1: I had it the entire time. I looked down to this softling person. Why did you take my purse? But it's do my need, purse. Do you need gold? No, it's my purse, dear friend. Give it to me. I'll I'll glad you give you some gold. If
3: you can prove this purse is yours, I'll give it back to you.
1: Okay, I'll tell you that inside of it there lies, uh, and I start uh, uh, listing the contents. Right. For each
3: content he lists, I take one step back.
0: <laughs> I still have my are still grappled. Yeah, I still uh, have my, my my very mechanical right. arm on your shoulder. <laughs> so you can that attempt right. to break free. Yes, I will. That would be another check. So in acrobatics uh, or athletics, from you, you choose, and then uh, athletics for you.
3: Seventeen.
4: Uh, Can I use uh, acrobatics instead?
0: No. Okay, Uh, so so it's... So it's acrobatics (laughs) or athletics when you try to break free. Oh, look at my 17, so 15. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so now uh, the halfling man just breaks free and starts taking one step backwards.
1: Tempi, try and hold him.
0: I use my grappling hook. Uh, are gra- <laughs> you are <have laughs> yes,
4: grappling. That, is, that, is, what my, on your that arm. is what my arm can do. I just like flip my hand back and it shoots out a hook that oh. grapples. Okay, Batman.
2: <laughs> yeah, I am. That
4: is who I am. I am Batman. Um, what else do you
3: have in that belt?
4: <laughs>
3: shark it's, it's, repellent it's, spray. You're, you're, <laughs> <laughs>
0: um,
4: and it's small or smaller than me, so I make a normal gravel check, and yes. that is, uh, I assume, athletics as well. Yes. And I suck
0: at it. But I roll a 19, this dice is so good. So, for this, I would actually, considering you making, uh, no, it's, it will still be acrobatics. <laughs> this side 16. So, so, you just feel... <laughs> As you see this mechanical hand just races, and you see a faint arrow shooting out of it with a rope attached to it. And as it hits you, uh, it just unfolds. And you can just feel yourself being dragged.
1: What? <laughs> Good work, Tempe. Woo! You've got him. Yeah. Tempy? I knew a
3: Tempe once.
0: yeah do we all you can see right now is a cloaked uh, halfling man uh, mm. as you can probably guess from the voice at least uh so you can see this cloaked individual just standing with a black cloak pulled up over his head
1: my dear little fellow give me my purse back or i will be calm very angry i'll give you some gold
3: how much gold
1: I will list <laughs> about <laughs> one quarter of what is in my purse. All right.
3: I'll take that offer.
1: <laughs> Do you hand the purse back? Yes, there you, you go. Yeah.
4: Uh, look, look, Gallen, Cree, sorry, Cree. Uh, why? 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 Uh, not
1: Gallen, Cree! Yes! Gallen? I'm sorry, I, have to call, I said I'm sorry. Yes, you have to call me Cree now. I'm sorry. Tempy. Gallen? Shh! <laughs> I told her to be quiet. Why, why, why are you. But I know you guys! It's me! It's Shark! Shark? Yeah!
0: Is it it you? I Uh, pulled the hood back. So you pulled the hood back. So what what do they see? Describe your character's looks.
3: Um, like, uh, yeah, he's a halfling, obviously, um, about nine, three feet, uh, (laughs) very big halfling.
2: ass halfling
3: right sorry um mouse colored hair i would say uh, blonde grayish um dressed obviously to blend in um like if someone tries to describe him to the police or or, or the armed guard you know they will be describing pretty much anyone except he's short so um often mistaken for a human child maybe so he gotta get out of a lot of trouble just by uh, you know, it's been considered kind of uh, you know child's mischief. You know, it's not uh, not every time the guards actually get involved. It's like ah, oh, it's just kids, right? So, so he's, he's, just, he's he's trying to blend in. So he's very um, you wouldn't be able to pick him out of a crowd. But like I would say. Do
1: we recognize your features?
3: You would probably recognize me because you I... don't have half I, your nose cut off? No, something. no, no. Like, not, nothing dramatic like that. But, uh, yeah, of course, I've, I've, I've aged slightly. Uh, but um, in the end, I, I think you, you what would, would be very clear to you is that I, I still don't take care of my hair. Like, I, I still have... Like, if I wake up, this is how I look, right? So um, you probably would be able to tell it's me. So I haven't tried to hide who I am at this stage.
1: And you, you said, I'm Shirk, right? I, I did say
3: I'm Shirk. That, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that kind of gave it away. But <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like, uh,
1: could be a Shirk impersonator. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
0: In shirkinator, shirk- <laughs> <sharkinator. laughs> Yeah, exactly. You never
3: trust trust people here. Right. Yeah, definitely.
1: Shirk, you, you can't go stealing in this town. Why? They're very
4: hard on crime here.
3: It was my purse, though, for a minute.
4: Sure. Is, is, it's really you, isn't it? What are you doing, doing here? I've been. Me- oh, what are you so doing here? I hug him. We guys I, just met I tried like- to pick
0: him up, but I'm too weak, so I just hug as him. You see another cloak in Java, GL, <laughs> just coming straight towards you as you hug him. So you see him coming from Sharks um, behind. As in, like, rushing? Like, da- in, uh, like, dangerous? Squeezing through ah, okay, yeah. the crowd and just in a determined but... Kind of stealthy way. Okay, this is um,
1: incredible. We just met like two days ago. Right. Me and Tempe. Me and Tempe. We just met two days ago.
3: Well, so what you guys been up to? Why are
1: you here?
4: We 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 let should really talk somewhere. Pint.
1: To... Let, let me buy your point.
4: Now we should talk somewhere somewhere else. I, I start um pulling pull, uh, pulling your sleeve t- Shirt. away Shirt. from Shimmer. the talked uh, person. Sh-
2: uh, Shirk feels a uh, I started doing that in Swedish, that's embarrassing uh, Sh- Shirk feels a hand on his shoulder and a, uh, uh, a half elf uh, man uh, goes down for whisper and whispers in his ear um, uh, No time for dilly dallying We have a job to do, remember that Toby! And turns around and starts walking back Okay
3: guys, uh, I'll be right back I'll be I- right back
2: no, this can't fucking
1: be. Toby as well? Oi, Toby!
3: We're kind of walking out. He's probably walking a bit ahead of me, and I'm just trying to catch up with him to, like,
1: ah, no, no. Oh, uh, we're, yeah, jogging, yeah, along. Yeah, yeah. we're jogging, jogging along. We're jogging along. Yeah. Yeah. Oi, Toby! It's us!
2: Tempy and Galen. And Cree- Cree- uh, <laughs> I used to be Galen, now I'm Cree! Toby uh, stops in his tracks and uh, turns around with. <clears throat> uh just just tired tired eyes <laughs> uh he's a, a half elf man uh about average human male height uh i'd say uh, pointy ears all that uh classic half elf stuff uh but with uh with brown kind of curly hair uh, a bit longer uh Bit longer than down to his ears, uh, but very neat, very clean. Um, uh, very, uh, very uh, has a has a back very straight. Uh, he's a very ordered individual. Um, and he and he says, Um, uh, I'm sorry, you seem to have mistaken me for somebody else. Um, uh, please, shirk, come over here. We have a job to do. Yeah, but look, we haven't met these guys like. We need to catch up and have an ale. I don't know these people.
0: We have a job to do. Do we recognize him? Faintly. Like bits and pieces, this individual seems very roughened up, though. This individual of Toby that you remember or the sparks of memories that you have is very different to what stands in front of you. But the facials seem right. To uh, Toby.
2: Yes. Toby, shirk. You wish for payment? Yeah, yeah. Then come with me. We have a job to do.
3: Guys, um, sorry, can I just have a minute with Toby here? Yeah. But Toby, guys, this, this from the orphanage. Do You remember them? Who are they? It's uh, Gallen, and and Tempe. You know, we used to work together in the mines. We used to play together.
2: Uh, That may very well be, but uh, I left that life behind me a long time ago, as did you. I don't see any reason for us to co-mingle with these people. We have a job to do.
3: Can we at least have an ale with them?
2: Will this get you to focus on the job afterwards? Yeah. I will have one ale with them. Good. Turns, Come on,
3: let's go back.
2: Turns around, still dead-eyed, very tired, sits down, says nothing.
0: All right, so you head back to the table, and all four of you grab a chair, and um, Felicia, the barmaid, is uh, coming to you. Yeah, what kind of got gotcha? you?
3: A uh, pitcher of ale, please. Make that two.
0: Is that four? Yeah. Yeah. All right. She heads off, and after a while, she comes back with four uh, jars of ale. Just put them on.
1: And the two pitchers as well, I guess. And yeah. the two pitchers,
0: yeah. right. sorry. <laughs> right. <laughs> so that'll be six ale. I miscounted. <laughs> <laughs>
2: More <laughs> <ale>.
1: <laughs> It's easily more easily done than you can imagine, I say.
0: So stay, stay one Are
1: you sure?
0: All right, she had some.
1: <laughs> Guys,
3: what what are you doing here?
0: What what are you doing here? This is such
4: a coincidence. Tempe lo- keeps. Looking
1: towards
3: Toby.
4: Yeah.
1: Like, we're looking for the Ring of Azuth, so we can uh, so we can liberate people who have been. Stoned. Oh my God,
4: Kree, Please, Kree, Kree, quiet!
1: I, what, I, what? This but is our. This, are, this is our crew. Yes, yes,
4: yes but still, people this inside here. It's he, the gang. No, but they can hear. Anyone else in here can hear us. But maybe then someone will hear us who can help us. Yeah, but please,
2: <laughs> Toby. Please uh, Toby uh, uh, straightens his back a bit, uh, looks over to Cree and says. My friend, I've been missing you for such a long time. <laughs> what? Tell me, why are you looking for the Temple of a Sooth?
1: Because uh, we've, been heard, we, we've heard rumors that there's a ring there.
4: And this ring can... I kick your leg hard under the table. <laughs> Ouch! What are you kicking me for? Oh my... Please, can we take this outside? Not here.
2: Dearest friend... Please tell me more about this temple of Asutio. Kill the asylum. Oh, I'll, <laughs> <some laughs> <laughs> I'll pour him some <laughs>
0: <ale>. <laughs> Oh, that's a natural twenty. That's a natural yes. twenty. <laughs> All right. So yeah, you definitely know something is up. The mood switch is yeah. too obvious for you, and you yeah. feel like this, even though you don't understand why he's so interested in. Bit. Just after hearing those words, you really realize that there's something going on right there. Yeah, uh, definitely, uh, and you see right through his bullshit. The- <laughs> this is not
4: a place, okay? Please, not here, not where everyone can hear.
2: What are you talking about? We're old friends, everyone. Yes, but not we were everyone. in the orphanage together. Please that- tell me more about your mission.
4: <laughs> Why, sure? No, no, please, please not here. Okay. Not, not
3: here. Galan, please do tell. Cree, it's Cree, not (laughs) Galan. Cree,
2: (laughs) tell me, what is it about that ring? Toby looks uh, Tempe dead in the eyes with the coldest stare you might imagine, (laughs) and dead-eyed says, "Yes, please tell me." I lean forward. (laughs) (laughs) lean, lean,
1: Lean forward, and I and I try to whisper.
4: No, like, no, no!
1: The temple of you, Azuth where we
4: can you, find you, the ring no. I kick I kick you again. Ouch! Why, why you, do you listen, keep there's on... there's people depending on this. Jumping. You cannot tell anyone, okay? There's people depending but on it's this. it's Toby and sure. Yes, but they're not alone here. Please, not now. But I'm can whispering. We? Yeah, but no. Okay, please...
2: Uh, do uh, <clears throat> temple? Kree looks extremely. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: uh, he doesn't know what. Yeah, confused. He's extremely confused. Uh,
2: do I know uh, when I hear, hear the Temple of a and I hear of this ring? Uh, do, do I know about those things?
0: Um, you do. It seems to be this place that you are looking for. Not the ring. The ring is new to you, but this place is where you're heading. Do I know what this ring does? No.
3: That was what I asked the man.
1: <laughs>
4: <laughs>
1: Sorry. I think I empty my jug.
0: Can we? So you yeah, still have the picture. Yeah, uh, oh, yeah, so I'm, I'm pouring myself another one. Yeah,
4: all right. <laughs> sure. So, um, wait, what, what are you doing here? What, like, what have we been doing? It's been years.
2: Working.
3: <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> working.
3: Okay. As As um, repossessing items from people who may or may not be in need of them anymore.
4: Right. Mm. Please don't do that here. They punish it very severely. You might lose a hand. Yeah. You
3: should do that in another village. But it is mine but I'm just Taking yeah, 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 back.
4: But, yeah, but still, you might lose a hand.
3: <clears throat> you want to talk? Well, yes. Burns. So, what did you repossess, then?
4: <laughs> oh, really? Really, Shirk? <laughs> I.
1: She lost her arms years ago. You, you know-, know that. Yeah, that's right, that's right.
2: Sorry, sorry, Tempi. Bad joke. While uh, Shirk and Tempi are and talking to each so other, great
1: Either. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> while while Tempi and Shirk are talking to each other, I uh, lean in to uh, to uh, Cree slash Gallon, uh, the man whom I know as Gallon, and says, "Gallon, dear friend." Cree, Cree, Cree. I'm I'm, I'm sorry, dear friend. And um, please tell me. Uh, uh, you said you needed this ring for something. What is yes. it? It revives
1: people from from being turned to stone.
2: And who has been petrified that you wish to not be petrified?
1: Uh, a very special person, who I'm very fond of. And uh, there are loads of people, loads of people down in Darawi who have been turned to stone.
2: Thank you very much.
1: And they're, they're, this ring can, can, can cancel that. Stonification Ing
2: Thank you And with a dead smile turns back and, do you help? and looks at Shirk. Do you want to help us? Yes. Why don't we join forces up to this temple? Why do, you know, don't do you know where we? it is?
1: That would be grand
3: Thank you for listening to Dungeons & Dice Appointments, a fantasy narrative in a world created by Agnes Rudbu, played in the rules of Dungeons & Dragons 5th edition by Wizards of the Coast. To help us continue this narrative, we would appreciate if you give us a good review on iTunes and any other podcast player you are using. Also, don't forget to follow us on social media, on Facebook and Instagram, at Dundice. The music and the editing is made by Marcus Linder, Andreas Lundström, and Agnes Rudbu. Illustrations and original artwork by Agnes Rudbu. Additional sound effects are provided by freesfx.co.uk. Until next time!